everybody, and welcome to another episode of All Things Considered Franchising, powered by ScottMilosFranchiseCoach.com. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. We are kicking off the uh, 2024 podcast season with a guest that we had on almost a year ago to kick off the uh, All Things Considered Franchising podcast, uh, Red Boswell, who is uh, president of uh, IFPG, International Franchise Professionals Group. And if you're in the franchising space and you don't know who Red Boswell is or never met him or never ran into him, you have been sleeping uh, in a soundproof room and under a rock. So, <laughs> Red, welcome to the show. Happy New Year. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Honored to be here. I, I don't. Some people say I'm, I'm famous in franchising. It's probably more infamous, but uh, honored to be here, brother. You always do first-class uh, interviews and uh, excited to just get the word out about franchising through you, brother. Thank you. Yeah. You know, we're coming off the uh, the IFPG retreat, uh, the, the main retreat in October of 2023, um, and uh, a big hit. Uh, you know, the, the turnout, the attendance was overwhelming. Uh, you know, as a consultant attending, the, the education, uh, rubbing elbows with people within the industry, outstanding. Uh, you know, been around and being in different networks before, second to none as far as conferencing. Um, just your thoughts, you know, before we take a little bit of a deeper dive into the industry and what we're seeing, but what were your thoughts about the the conference? I mean, again, great turnout. Um, yeah. Any, any surprises for you? Brother, thanks for supporting the hat there, supporting <laughs> the IPG retreat hat, looking solid. You know, it was um, going into it. It's, it's my favorite, it's, you know, three days of the year. Uh, see so many of the franchise family. Our theme was we are family. Um, it was better than even my optimistic self expected really, really well. And I'm certainly proud of the fact that it's the largest gathering of consultants and franchisors and suppliers in the world. And it gets bigger every year, but none of that matters without the intimacy. Our purpose at IPG is to connect franchise professionals, not just have them read an email or see a page on our website, but really connect eye to eye, human to human to understand who they are and what they are representing. Cause who that individual is, is more important than even their opportunity. And so we, I just, I'm most proud of whether it's IPG retreat summit or any of the many events we do across the nation each year and across the world is are the attendees, these franchisors, consultants, and vendors, are they really connecting to understand opportunities? Cause then, then they're changing lives, impacting right. communities. Yeah, so we went very, very proud of what we're accomplishing in IPG. The industry going into this year, 2024, um, is coming off some banner years. Um, and as a consultant and talking to people within the industry, and you were kind of chit-chatting before we, we, we hit the record button here, um, there's still a lot of activity, but that pandemic wave has slowly subsided a little bit that, you know, I, I, I almost look like, you know, tailor it to surfing, you know, you got to paddle out to the wave, you surf in, but you eventually hit the beach and you got to surf back out again. From the IFPG, uh, you know, uh, side of the, the consulting business and lead generation, what are you seeing as an organization as far as the interest in people investing in a franchise is becoming business owners for the first time and also franchise owners, current franchise owners that are looking to diversify. Cause that's where I'm also starting to see the, the, the uptick is people who already own a brand 
that are looking to diversify. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of good topics there, Scott. So um, I, at IPG, we're averaging over 13,500 territory checks a week. That's a big metric I look at. Consultants checking to see if a territory is available. That's sky high. It's the highest it's ever been. So maybe some categories might be a little slower than others, but franchising is so blessed in that when the economy dips, franchising picks up. When the economy is great, franchising picks up. When people are getting laid off, more people are looking for opportunities. When people have, when the job market is saturated, there's people that can't find a job, franchising wins. When interest rates are low, it's cheaper to buy a franchise. When interest rates are higher, more people are struggling and they're looking to buy a franchise. I mean, it's like the answer seems to always be, let's get a franchise. Let's take control of my world, my future, my income, my family's uh, success uh, financially and lifestyle wise and really own something. And so I know maybe I'm a little jaded, maybe I sound like an excited sales guy, but we at IPG and as a broader answer, franchising in general, it's never been better. So uh, very pleased with what we're seeing. Have you, you know, you, you took, you, you kind of started into my next question is that industries uh, and tracking territory checks and tracking, you know, uh what consultants are asking are you seeing an intake an uptick in any specific category um you know let's face it a large percentage of consultants try to stay away from food for whatever reason because there's this stereotype about food but have you seen any in uptick in any specific type of industry you know a few years ago during covid it was uh the pandemic it was service-based brands uh, is, is there a, 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 a new upcoming of retail now? I mean, anything that you can share insights on? Well, that? That's a, that's a, a big question, brother. Um, home services and let's expand it to low investment related opportunities are always going to be hot. More people have a hundred thousand than have a million. Right. And so those low investments are always going to be moving at a, a big pace. Um, a, a general trend, not fad, but trend is. We're all getting older. Our, our, everybody, you know, the average age of Americans and uh, first world countries is getting older. We're living longer. Hallelujah. And so anything related to that since to, tends to be doing better than the average, the senior care, the in-home services related to senior care. Heck, I looked at, I get asked often, what's the hottest opportunity? Well, we only have 650. So, I mean, how do I know what the hottest one is? It really depends on the individual, but I was looking at uh, these last three years, and as best I can tell, perhaps the, the biggest movers this year, last year, and the year before were all in the health space. If you think QC Kinetics, you think uh, LE Mental Health, you think uh, Game Day, to give three examples of an, a category that's not that huge, but a, a brand that has their act together and is moving some serious volume. So that's been fascinating to see. And then to your point, Scott, around restaurants, you know, with IFPG, especially our consultants are matchmakers. They're right. not showing their favorite brand. They're showing the brand that's best for that consumer, that buyer, that candidate. And a lot of times candidates love the restaurant space. And if they do, and they truly understand it, have clarity around it, we're going to show them a restaurant all day long and introduce them to the best restaurants. Even if perhaps we're not a big fan of a restaurant, right. if it's right for them, we're going to show it to them. So uh, it's some spaces or categories are not as hot as others but it's ultimately what's best for that candidate. You know, switching subjects to IFPG as a consulting organization, obviously 
the back end of the organization is very strong for supporting consultants. Um, there has been a, a rise in the number of consultants that have gotten into the franchising space, uh, coaching, consulting, brokers, whatever you want to define us at everybody, you know, the polite way right now or the professional way is consultants, coaches, uh, helping people through the, you know, the process so they can get to a, a validated decision versus an emotional decision. Yeah. At IFPG, one of the focuses is that you have paid a lot of attention to training people the right way, but also in a way that is ethical and moral and, and doing it the right way. Where is the industry going with the amount of consultants? Is, is, is this something that we should be concerned about, veterans like myself, or is the industry going to kind of weed out the ones that are not doing it the way it shouldn't be done. Sure. Well, long live capitalism. The best will always rise to the top. Um, you know, I, I've always say at all our conferences that the I in international franchise professionals group stands for integrity. If you're not running your business with integrity, we don't want you. And ultimately you will be weeded out of our system as well. But the consumer is going to see through that. If you've got commission breath, if you only care about yourself, if you're showing the same brands every time, you ultimately will not succeed to the level that uh, folks like you who care about their ultimately matchmaking, care about their candidate will uh, succeed. I think franchise consulting, I don't think I know franchise consulting is still in its infancy. I mean, right. if you look at Fran Connect, you look at, look at the, the stats from Fran Data or I, IFA, 18% of deals in North America were done through a consultant. Well, yeah, there's more consultants as ever, and we're on fire and we're growing like crazy. It's still less than one fifth of all deals are done through consultants. Look back 80 years ago. I think we're probably where realtors, the real estate or residential realty industry was 80 or 100 years ago. People probably said back then, is it saturated? Well, 20% of deals back then were done through realtors. Today, it's 98% or something crazy like that are done through realtors because it's a massive decision. I don't know enough about markets and houses and what's hot and what's not, and where I should live and buy and et cetera, but a realtor does. And same, even more so in the bigger decision of owning a franchise. It's not just where you live, it's what you do all day long in owning a franchise. And so this is a big, big, big life decision that a husband and wife, if they're married, make together. And so why in the world would anybody make such an enormous life decision without using a, an expert trained in the industry that vets opportunities and matches appropriately, guides you to the right, uh, you know, well, the right opportunities for you and your family. So yeah, I think although we're big and we're growing like crazy, I don't think we scratch the surface of where we're gonna be down the road. We're talking to Red Boswell, who is president of IFPG. I'm Scotty Miles, your host of All Things Considered Franchising. Red, you know, speaking of becoming a consultant, um, you know, IFPG offers an inroad for individuals that want to become a consultant or would want to consider becoming a consultant, doing what I do and, you know, and, and kind of building that your own business within a model. Uh, I, I always refer this to more of a license agreement. You know, when people say, do you own a franchise? I said, well, no, I own a license agreement. I'm part of a family, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm part of organizations, but IFPG is my license. They, you know, the, the validation of brands, the, the backup that I need to running a business and any business owner needs backup. So if someone wanted to consider becoming a franchise consultant, 
franchise coach like what, what I'm doing and so many other successful consultants are in the IFPG uh, family. Tell us a little bit about some of the credentials or personalities that you're seeing that are, you know, that you're having conversations with that, you know, somebody you should pick up the phone and, hey, this is something I should look at. You bet, Scott, thanks. Uh, great question. So IFPG is a membership and training organization. First, we're gonna train you, gonna help you become a certified franchise consultant through online training. There's no travel required, still one-on-one -on -one personalization in the training. And then once you've graduated, become certified, we're gonna train you forever for free. So very simple model that way. So training and then membership. You're a member of IFPG, you operate your, organ your, your business, your firm, your practice, your advisory underneath the umbrella of IFPG, our services, our support, our technology, our agreements with franchisors. So we're gonna support you in every way needed so you can succeed to the level you want to succeed at, whatever the definition of success you have. So yes, our consulting uh, training program is bringing on a new consultant at least every week. And uh, we're very proud of that. We see extremely low attrition because it's such a simple model and it's not, the government stays out of our way. And, you know, fingers crossed that that capitalistic entrepreneurial freedom minded mindset is going to continue because franchising in so many ways is the engine of our economy. Trillion dollar industry with a very significant number of uh, Americans and uh, and first world country uh, people in franchising. So without franchising, the economy would certainly uh, crater and, and, and have serious issues. So we're very proud of how we're impacting lives through the and uh, consultants we bring on. And Scott, as you hear, every time we have a conference, whether it's our summit or a retreat, I'm saying, if we have the best consultants, we win. That is everything follows the consultant. So my number one priority, we have Franchise Wire, the leading news source in franchising. We have career transition leads. We have a lot of entities underneath the IPG umbrella, but as president of, that, of all those organizations, the number one thing that we focus on, I focus on, on a daily basis, attracting training and retaining the best consultants you got that the franchisors follow the opportunities follow the suppliers vendors to the industry follow deals are done lives are changed and communities are impacted so very proud of what we're doing as bringing on new consultants and attracting a whole lot of seasoned veterans who have had success elsewhere and realize the inventory the technology the support the culture and the business model that we provide is pretty attractive to them as well interesting so if you were going to flash forward two years, five years, 10 years from now, and again, you know, we have to be careful guys our age because we don't want to flash forward too far. <laughs> but when you look at IFPG, the model and how it's grown since you've become president, uh, I mean, you've opened a lot of doors. There's been a lot of uh, significant, positive, uh, influential, influential change to the organization where what's next for ifpg where 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 does ifpg as it continues to be the bigger blimp on the radar in the yeah. franchising world industry where does where does the leadership group want to take ifpg i i understand you want to be and continue to be the number one consulting organization sure uh, and it's going to be hard pressed for anybody to substitute that model that you guys are i mean it's a unique model <laughs> there you go. So where, where, as an influencer in the industry, where does IFPG go? I mean, what, what, what things do you want to do or see to better the industry? You know, five years ago when I was brought on to be president, Don said, we want to continue to, uh, 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 what was the word provide additional 
value and services to our members. And so a year and a half ago, when we got acquired by Princeton Equity, they had that same philosophy. Red, we're not here to suck profits out of IPG. We're here to invest into IPG to quadruple it in every way. And that may be, that's first through investing into better technology, better support systems. Heck, in the last year and a half, we've almost doubled our support team and we were already had the biggest support team in the industry. We've got 20 folks at corporate supporting wow. our members. Um, we, but in addition to investing in technology, more support, more people, we also want to invest into additional services to support our members. Now that might be investing into additional technologies and services that we build in house organically, but it also means adding, acquiring additional uh, ancillary services, services that you or other consultants or perhaps other Zords or vendors are already investing in today. And why not allow them, help them invest less money, get more value through their IFPG membership, because we also own that product or service. Uh, so I don't have any specifics to give you right now. We're in, constantly in talks with wonderful companies that are respected in the industry that we could roll in underneath the IFPG umbrella to further support and give more value to our members. Um, I know it's kind of a broad statement, but yes, we're going to continue to grow. We're going to grow not only through adding consultants, franchisors, and suppliers, and more events, more ways to connect, but also more services added to the umbrella of what IFPG provides. Think, well, you just fill in the blank. What are you spending money on or your candidates spending money on today to get their franchises opened? Any of those are opportunities for us to bring it in underneath our umbrella. You know, one of the things that has always caught my attention about IFPG as an organization is that the organization is not just focused on the consulting side. The relationships or the partnerships that you have with franchisors and to educate our audience, franchisors being the brands that are in our inventory and also the suppliers are as important, if not maybe in certain circumstances tend to be a little bit more important. But the uniqueness of keeping everybody kind of on the pedestal, so to speak, is important to IFPG. Is that correct? It is because uh, a foundation. Now, when I was a franchise development rep and a franchisor prior to my role here starting five years ago, I didn't realize how impactful and how important this was. But a very big differentiator for IFPG is that everyone's equal. And what does that mean? Every consultant pays us the same amount of membership. Whether you make zero or make $10 million, you are equal in our eyes. We treat you equal. There's no favoritism on the franchisor side. That's unheard of in the consulting and broker world. They typically have some favorites. They push deals to them and it's not really a transparent process. While at IPG, it truly is because no one, we're not getting a penny of commission. The consultants get it all. The franchisors pay them directly. And so foundational to our model is equality, libertarian philosophy, freedom, but ultimate maximum support in achieving your goals and dreams in your business. That's interesting. One last quick topic here, uh, Red, um, and you and I had touched on this uh, a year ago when we had you on the show, and that was um, what's going on in California with the labor, uh, you know, uh, and IFA, the International Franchise Association, obviously supporting franchising in general. Uh, there have been some rulings that have come down. Some of those rulings are being challenged. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's been going back and forth. And, and you touched on this and you kind of said it under the radar a little bit that, you know, a good, strong entrepreneur, whether you, you know, as a business owner, doesn't want 
Big Brother in our back pockets. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one thing for Big Brother to be involved in maybe, you know, regulations on ethics and morals and things like that. But when it comes to being in our back pockets, we don't want Big Brother. We want that that flexibility, that freedom, kind of that let us run it the way we want to run it. And as long as we're paying our taxes in fair share, you know, leave me alone. So do you think that in, it, because of what's going on in California, it's going to trickle out? I mean, you know, it, 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 it seems to be a never, ever, a never ending battle here. So where, you know, where does the line get drawn, do you think? Yeah, the line. Uh, so fascinating topic. Uh, consumer protection oriented uh, rulings are important. There's no, the US and Canada have more consumer protection oriented laws related to franchising than the entire rest of the world combined. I mean, most other countries outside of the US and Canada see franchising with a very different definition, much more related to the MLM or multi-level kind of concepts of the world. And yet it's not even related to that at all in the US and Canada, very consumer protection oriented culture. But the, you know, depending on the leadership in Washington, who try to have their hand in every piece of the puzzle and influence way more than they should, they, you know, they don't necessarily believe in the, um, the invisible hand of the marketplace. Right. And we do. And we see that freedom in some states like California, who don't understand freedom, entrepreneurship in many ways, overstepping their bounds. Fortunately, the IFA has our back big time. And so if you are a franchise or any uh, professional franchise, we encourage you to join the IFA because they do fight for our freedoms and fight for what's right and stand up to protect the individual sole proprietor. They educate the world oftentimes on what franchising is and that it is a local mom and pop and it is not some big business corporation that so many people incorrectly think it might be. So to your question, Scotty, with California, uh, they're going to continue states like that or perhaps Illinois or Maryland that tend to be much more uh, anti-entrepreneurship, anti-freedom, anti-small business. Who right. would have ever thought the liberal um, progressives would be anti-small business? The mom and pops of our economy that fuel the engine of our economy, and yet they're trying to crush us in so many ways. Fortunately, they're not going to win. They've not won. They will continue to fail. But through the, um, the uh, oh, man, I always forget the term here, Scotty. Help me out. I, it's um, the, uh, what do the automakers have? They have the, um, uh, all the employees that work for the automakers are part of a union. A union, labor union. I cannot I think of the simplest words. Tell you what, I don't <laughs> have to be a rocket scientist to do what I did, a rocket surgeon. Um, yeah, the unions are big money, man. They've got huge billions behind them. And so oftentimes they'll convince certain politicians that to bunch franchising, franchise entities in with the union uh, rules and, and, and regulations, which is very incorrect in almost every situation. And so once we get that word out and the IFA is helping us do that, many of IPG's members are helping us to get that word out. Uh, ultimately, truth prevails. You know, the truth will set you free. And so we see once the the, the uh, voters and the politicians realize that individual mom and pops own these franchises, you can't bunch us in with the union labor, we're going to win. And we do see that that winning and, and the ignorant um, things that do get passed get overturned pretty quickly once truth prevails. Yeah, it's interesting because, 
you know, it's funny because even as, as a consultant, you know, running my consultant company, the perception people have of, of franchising, you know, it's a, a very large industry, but it's small. But, you know, when people think of franchising, they think of McDonald's, Subway, you know, we think of days of Tom Carvel and, you know, but there is so much more outside of that in that small business box. Yeah. And, you know, you use the term mom and pop shops, you know, small business owners. I mean, uh, you know, whether it's retail or non-retail service-based business, it's, it's, you, you know, know, Scott, the, um, speaking with the IFA legal counsel recently, she said they're encouraging us the franchise professionals out there and the consultants that are dealing with the public at a mass level to use the term small business interchangeably much more often with the word franchise. Cause a lot of people yes. don't understand what franchise is, but when you two thirds of the time call it small business, and then weave in franchise into it, they start realizing, Oh, wow. So franchises are small businesses. They're not part of a huge uh, you know, international conglomerate owned by three people. It makes it much more real and hits home a lot better. So small business is That's a interesting. Term. And yeah. it's really funny because when you look at the franchise or and their model, the internal model, their support structure, in most cases, they would be considered a small business as well. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought? You can have 100 units, 100 franchises, and you are still a small business with a dozen employees working in one one small office. Right, right. It's kind of like the teacher with 25 kids in the classroom. I mean, you know, they're a teacher still. They're, you know, they're not a, uh, you know, a, a different type of teacher because they have 25 or 10. They're a teacher. They're an educator. So, uh, Red, any closing remarks? Anything you want to share? I mean, this has been great. I mean, I think you and I could probably go on to, for hours over you know, a couple of cocktails uh, talking about the industry. It's a remarkable industry. Uh, you know, small business franchising is just, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of fear and anxiety to get into it. But I think once you start learning, fear and anxiety creates questions. It gets your gets to your answers as long as it's not your decision driver. But, you know, any closing statements, anything you'd like to share? Well, two things come to mind, Scotty. One is anybody looking to, at franchising should work with the awesome consultant, you being at the top of that list. As a leader, as a veteran, as a trusted advisor, you, you're second to none. Um, I will throw out a passion of mine. Uh, as of this last year, we acquired two years ago FranchiseWire.com, and it is the leading news source in franchising. We've got a great staff writing editorial pieces every day about what's happening in franchise, including a lot of the, the legal issues we, we're incurring. And so if anyone interested in franchise news check out franchisewire.com and we're helping a lot of franchisors get word out about their opportunities to the world in a different way than uh consultants get the word out we work hand in hand with the consultants but franchise wire can be a nice piece of your marketing strategy especially around content marketing so thanks for letting me throw that little plug in there but franchise wire is really killing it and i'm excited to see where it's going to go over the next year as well that's exciting. That's exciting. It's great to hear. Well, Red, thank you so much for being a guest and kicking off 2024. I mean, it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, 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 my wife and I were, uh, she headed back north uh, yesterday and uh, I, I'm still down in Florida getting ready to go back. But uh, we were kidding each other saying how, you know, 2023, uh, 2023 flew by. I mean, it's uh, and, uh, you know, the industry offers a lot of exciting opportunities and, you know, the challenges. And every every time I say to myself, 
eh, maybe it's time to retire. I, I just say to myself, you know what? It, there's just too much fun in the industry. It's, it is. It's helping it's, people. It's educating people. It's uh, getting people to make that right decision. And what people don't realize, and I'll close with this, and you probably will chime in on this and agree, that working with a consultant, saying no is okay. It's all part of our education and our model that we accept no. It's not this arm twisting vending or, you know, go borrow $100,000 from your father-in-law because you didn't get a loan. It, it's, it's all part that the timing is not right. Hey, my son, 21 year old in college, I tell him, you got to learn to say no, brother. You're saying yes to everything. And so, yeah, no is a discipline. And it's frankly the second best thing we can hear. It's I don't know, or maybe later, or let me keep thinking about it and pray about it for the next two decades. You know, life goes on. Time is 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 ticking. And so opportunity will not wait for you. And yes, there are lots of great ones out there. And great advisors like you are going to help people find them. Great, great. Well, if you want some more information on Red, check them out on LinkedIn, Red Boswell, B-O-S-W-E-L-L. Uh, go to the IFPG website. You can definitely get more information. You mentioned uh, Franchise Wire, great educational piece. Uh, if you need some more information or like to reach out to me about IFPG or possibly becoming a uh, consultant or a member, uh, a vendor, uh, a franchisor, feel free to reach out to me. I'm Scotty Milas, the host of All Things Considered Franchising, powered by ScottMilasFranchiseCoach.com. Uh, ScottMilasFranchiseCoach.com is an organization, consulting organization we started about eight years ago, almost now, nine years, whatever it is, can't even keep track, that helps people manage and navigate the, uh, the world of business ownership, investing in a franchise. Until next time, have a great 2024, y'all, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks, Scott.